everybody! Welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Pippin, and I can totally fix a collapsed lung on the road with whatever's in my trunk. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, technically he didn't. Uh, That's a very good point. (laughs) (laughs) Technically, I actually could fix one of your collapsed lungs with what's in my apartment. But that's different. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Don't worry. We'll get to that. Uh, I'm Alex, and I'm a software engineer. I know what's going on. (laughs) Oh, jeez. This is that character. I swear to God, I was like five seconds from being like, I heard it on Joe Rogan. Oh. <laughs> oh god oh. come on you saw it you saw it in his fucking eyes yeah oh, yeah. Had, yeah no keep going keep going keep going mm. oh my turn um i'm cat and i'm going to appear in this movie for about 30 minutes be the best thing in it and then fucking leave again proving that i'm the best <laughs> yeah no i'm sorry uh, by movie i meant podcast obviously ah, ah Fuck yeah. Off. Yeah, I'm yeah, the there, best. there you go there you go uh, and i'm brendan and Hey guys, sh- should we go check out the apocalypse off screen over there? I mean, it's it's right over there. I mean, can, can we can we can we go no, there? No, 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 no. We are going back. to a we are going to a back road off of Seattle somewhere. Wait, wait, Aww. but we're not going to take the back roads to get to it. Aww, no, we're going on too easy. We're going off on the, the freeway, which is now covered in bandits. Just, Just bandits covered. Littered Just with covered. them. They're littered with them. Is that going to be either smoke, abandoned cars, or or uh, or, or bandits? Nothing else. Nothing else. Those or, are the options. And Pick you know two. what? Even if the other person, even if the other person isn't a bandit, guess what? Now you are. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. Oh no! The okay, real guys. bandits are the friends we made along the way. <laughs> the real yep. bandits are the people we became along the way. So, so uh, what are we talking about today? <laughs> you know what? I have to say, our description sounds so much fucking better than what... It's, uh, it's true. We've made false promises. Weird. <laughs> uh, so, today... Today? T- today. In a world. In a world. <laughs> now, that would have improved this movie. Go on. <laughs> today, we are talking about the 2018 movie, How It Ends. A good title, to be fair. And I like that. One I wish they'd answered. <laughs> right? <laughs> Wait. Wait. So, spoilers abound. Uh, if you want specific content warnings about things we may talk about, check out the show notes on nostoriesacred.com. And thank you, listener John, for suggesting this movie. Thank you, John. We love getting content suggestions. Yes. Hi. Yes, we, we love it. <laughs> Even it- when they're this great. If other people suggest it, that means we don't have to do infighting over which terrible movie to watch. Oh, that's true. That's a very good point. We don't have to have that moment of like, no, guys, Dracula's amazing. Yeah, we we chose Dracula on our spy ourselves. (laughs) This one was thrust upon us. (laughs) It's great when we can have other people to blame. So Uh, true. Thank. We have other people to thank. So, Um, (laughs) for those of you who've never seen How It Ends... Which, uh, by the numbers, is hardly any of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the summary, according to Google, is a man fights through an unfolding apocalypse in a desperate attempt to return to his pregnant wife, who is thousands of kilometers wife? away. Wife? Yeah. yeah. yeah they're, they're, Here's a- wait a second. <laughs> they're not- uh, What? They're not married. It's it's America. It's Miles. Well, they made a, they made a, <laughs> they made a, a point. 
They made a note. They made a point of saying 2,000 miles away. 2,000 miles away. 2,000 miles away? And the, the the biggest fucking thing was that they weren't fucking married. Yeah. And there was a baby. A ba- I mean, Ugh. if you want the Netflix description. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to hear what this, how this goes. <laughs> Uh, is worried about his pregnant fiance amid a sudden cataclysm. A young lawyer embarks on a dangerous road. Tri- Sorry, uh, there was a weird break. Uh, <laughs> uh, that road, look out! <laughs> What's that? It's, a road. it's got dangerous curves. Uh, <laughs> that's a dangerous like the horror road. movie. That's that's just a tire that follows you. Uh, on a dangerous road trip west with his future father-in-law. And if you're curious on the side, it says this movie is ominous. Oh, is it? It's really not. Is it? Here's the uh, problem, guys. It could have been. Oh, that's what pisses me off about this movie, guys. It, it could I have. Can see how it could have been great. But you know what? Oh. Let's explain very briefly. I'm sorry, Alex. You were about to say? What it is, 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 uh, is relentlessly uh, in a color lens that just gave me a headache. <laughs> oh, thank God I'm colorblind. <laughs> well, yes, for once, you colorblind people have an advantage over us. We, this is why we survive as a <laughs> as a thing. We will be the dominant eventually. But you can't. <laughs> <And> <laughs> when then, the chameleons attack. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you when you're unable to see the tiger or well, the foliage. We'll see when that day comes. Whoops. <laughs> Which, fun fact, in an apocalypse, you know, tigers out there in the wild, in the in the United States, that could be a thing to worry about, because as you we learned from think. other Netflix shows, people own tigers in the United States. <laughs> oh, some yeah. strange other Netflix shows that shall remain unnamed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they're on Florida now. That's oh. a good point. That's a- <laughs> That, now that's where the road trip should... Okay, guys. This we, movie, we're, we're avoiding the plot. That's Such as it is. is. Uh, Jinx. <laughs> uh, so, no shit, there they were. Holy oh my, shit. I, I want to I see, see Hep Pip how you do this, because I want to see if our methods differ in how fast we can get through this. <laughs> well, well we, I, we, I do we, have the... We meet our char- Let's start with, with our characters, the two most unlikable people you'll meet on this earth. <laughs> uh, well, well, we don't start with them yet. We start with our young lawyer and his wife discovering fiance. their pregnant or sorry, fiance. Right? Start Google yeah, threw me on. off. God, Brendan, uh, get on it! My God, get on this level. Um, <laughs> but discovering that a she's pregnant and b that they haven't sought uh, her father's blessing to be married yet. Because that's a thing every modern couple really, really frets about. I will say, based on the dad character, I'm like, oh, that's why she's like that. Because you, uh. tr- you don't want that trouble at the fucking wedding. Are you kidding me? You know that you know he would have done some shit. Based on uh, that dinner was- party? Oh, no. Okay, so. Pip, yeah, go, go, go. So they discover uh, that she's pregnant. Uh, it's a nice moment. Uh, just before uh, he goes off to uh, New York City, they live in no. Portland, Oregon. I thought it was Chicago. Seattle, guys. They live in Seattle. The father-in-law is in Chicago because they yeah, mention O'Hare. O'Hare. Listen, yeah. here's the thing. I was not paying attention. It's uh, 2,000 miles away, Pippin. <laughs> I was not paying attention to the specific. My po- Go on. Listen. Go on. Point is, there's somewhere fucking else. 
The point is, they live in one part of the country. <laughs> Our father lives in another. And that's uh, an issue. <laughs> so he goes to Chicago, I assume for business. Because uh, he's also a lawyer. But yeah. they, they didn't explicitly say that. So as a watcher, I'm going like, he flew by himself just to have dinner with his in-laws to try and ask to marry their daughter. Why didn't she come with him? It sounds like they could have done that. <laughs> uh, oh, because uh, she is pre- because she is pregnant. No, no, and you, you can don't fly, fly when that early on. You, yeah, you don't you fly. You can fly that early on. Uh, but this is, we're, we're using the movie's logic, cat. But they never actually said any of that, so we're actually giving them bullshit logic before they even get to the bullshit. That yeah, they actually th- brought to the table. I'm saying he had a bit, he had a suit, he was wearing his suits, and he had like one of those weird little suit carrier cases. I'm pretty sure he was there on business. Yeah, that's why Lawyer I assumed, business and though? I, yeah, I mean, lawyers do fucking business. They, I'm uh, only just now realizing that they never actually said. Those <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there. So, uh, he goes and while he's in Chicago, he has dinner with her parents. Uh, it goes poorly. We discover that her dad's a dad, like, like an asshole. Yeah, major um, asshole. Yeah. It's one of those guys who is, you know, firmly of the opinion that uh, his baby girl can do better. And also uh, that he's possibly some kind of gold digger. As a lawyer, <laughs> it makes it makes total sense. Of course. <laughs> uh, and also there was a boat incident. That they don't talk about, except they do. To be fair, you know, they have, there's like a model of the boat in, in the father-in-law's mm-hmm. apartment. And- Fiance told this dude not to fuck around with the model boat, just to like to leave it. And he picks it straight he up. He decides to pick up the fucking boat. Why? So clearly both of these guys have some issues. Hey yeah, there. they don't get along. Hey there, Mr. Touchy. Look with, with your eyes, not with your hands. Mm-hmm. I will say though that the dinner that they have actually was, I would say, the best part of the movie. Because well, it was viscerally uncomfortable. It was definitely <laughs> uncomfortable. And here's the thing. I I, I will give the one props in this movie that I will give mm-hmm. in that I felt that the payoff of the boat at the end there was pretty yeah was nice that was a nice thing it's like oh they bonded this was the one believable little mm-hmm, quasi father son mm-hmm. interaction that they get right before the end there I think that I think it's that how it more- ends Bren how it Ooh. ends I think that speaks more to uh, the quality of, you know, Forrest Whitaker well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm Whitaker, too good for this movie. I would say, you know, even the lawyer was doing a pretty good job in that moment because Forrest Whitaker was giving him everything to play with. You oh, know? Yeah. I, I don't know how he actually is on set, but he seems very generous in that his performance helps uplift others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So, um, so they yeah. <laughs> have this dinner party. It is uncomfortable. They basically both start picking a fight about this. Uh, because basically, the moment one of them misbehaves, the other the takes that as permission. The women in this movie deserve so much better. Yeah. Well, yeah. We know at least that the, the mother-in-law probably has, like, a, a decent ending for herself. I mean. Oh, yeah. She doesn't get in any of that fucking trouble. She hangs out with Steve. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway. So then he leaves, and he has a flight out back to uh, Oregon in the morning. But before he gets he smashed can, or something. Yeah, he gets smashed. And um, it's misses uh, his flight. Seattle, Washington. Whatever. The point <laughs> is, <laughs> fucking coast. I do not care enough about this movie to remember the details. Guys, we're trying to get through it. Let's go. Let's go. I'm not the one being bad here. I know. I, if I'm the one behaving, let's just think about that for a second. I want you to uh. remember that the next time you go off the rails. Shh. 
Yeah. Anyway, he misses his flight. He FaceTimes his fiance, uh, whose name is Sam. And uh, as he is on FaceTime with her, something happens. Bum, bum, I did bum. like that. I did. I did like the way they presented that because it, the it, it was genuinely yeah, the, the very initial. Not after he leaves his hotel room. Then I have a whole different. But that very moment, I'm like, because it had so many uh, like reminiscences for us in our culture. Like how, like Twin Towers shit, uh, any of the shooting shit. There's always somebody on the line somewhere, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they're the ones who have that moment of something's wrong. I'm scared. Yeah. And then the internet cuts out. Phone lines cut out. The, uh, the, the planes cut out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, uh, all the flights are canceled. So he goes back to his in-laws, and his in-laws are all like, "We are going." <laughs> to Washington, Oregon, whatever, right now. Notably, so he's a lawyer, the the fiancé, the guy, main character. Uh, the father-in-law is, like, ex-Marine or something. Yep, yep, correct. That's why he has, like, a, a, he has a go-bag. It's not a prepared go-bag, but he has, like, the concept of a go-bag. He has a go-bag that also includes a pistol. That's that type of go-bag. The weirdo mm-hmm. go-bag. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, that's why you're ex-marine. I see how it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Always, mm-hmm. always keep a bug bug bag by the door. Or, yeah. And, but no, he's making, he's putting it together on the kitchen table. To yeah. be fair, you could see that as, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, shorthand, f- film shorthand. True. Uh, for now we get to see all the shit he's putting together. We understand yeah. what's happening. The, it's I, a d- I'm, I'm more forgiving of that kind exactly. of, uh, choice. Uh, and it's possible he didn't have a go rescue your daughter who's a cross country go bag. It's true. He did have the empty bag and he had, he knew what to put into it right away. Yeah. So yeah. possibly he had your standard for like the city mm. and then he added extras. Realistically, yeah, that- if you're the type to have a go bag like that, you also probably have something in your car's trunk as well. Indeed. Which would be a good reason to keep the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> although frankly, there's another good reason to use fucking mm. car. Anyway, go on. So they decide to do this with like not even an hour's worth of information, uh, which is smart. Actually, yeah, yeah. I think that that would. Well, here's the other problem is that there was the implication the way the timeline worked out. So he gets he's in his hotel room, right? His fiance, they are talking. She says something's happening. I'm scared. It cuts out. He has time to go to O'Hare, right? Through he was traffic. Already through- at a hotel, yeah, uh, airport hotel. Yeah. Okay. Even that, there was a delay, an un, I would say unusual delay between something happened and anybody and any sort of repercussions happening anywhere else. I am just saying that the leap from uh, something's happened to we are road tripping right now. I could see it with the guy, though, with, with the dad. He has to have a plan, Pippin. I'm saying you don't plan without information. No, eh, there's a lot yeah. of stupid shit going I, anyway, if this was a better movie, even with that, I could have been like, you know what? People make emotional decisions. And yeah. then later, think, hopefully, they realize that they're dumbasses. But I think it could have been one of those things where the saying this, we're already doing story changes on the fly. The, the future son in law, I can't remember his name, uh, because yeah, what he's, is his name? Will. Will. Oh, okay. Uh, Will could have been like, hey, maybe we should stay here and figure out what's going on first. And then that could be their first little bit of like, character yes. foil interaction where the dad is all go 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 and he's like oh wait hey, we should we have should had think. a character foil interaction what <laughs> what what as opposed to i'm a blank slate and i will learn all from you father i learned how to be an asshole just like you <sighs> i hate Ugh. you anyway i hate you but as i teach you more 
I will will start to gain respect for you. (laughs) Thank you, fake father. I am filling the hole in my life. (laughs) You're like the son I never had. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, they made a point later on to mention that, like, Will was estranged from his actual dad. Again, that's one of those moments of like, oh, look, the one glimpse of good acting. There it goes. <laughs> so they decide but to go on a road trip from hell. Uh, they take hell. two cars to help. Uh, uh, the boys in one. Uh, uh, no, they only have the one car, Pip, don't they? No, because what's their head? The wife goes in another one. Oh, I see oh, what yeah. you're saying. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, this is so we we get rid of we get, we get rid, rid of the, the fiance real early on. We get rid of the wife immediately. She gets two scenes and we're done. What happened to her? She went to Steve's? She went to Steve's. And you know what? Steve's taking good care of her now. Yeah. Steve had everything she needs. Who the f- Steve's wait, a programmer. Wait, 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 wait. Is We Steve, know nothing about Steve. Isn't Steve, Steve the son that they set up, up with the house? What? No, no. Uh, uh, all I know is, oh, you mean like the- their other oh, yes. child. The other kid. The other kid. Ah, oh, never mind then. Okay, That's make right. it weird. <laughs> I no. did make it weird. My bad, guys. Sorry. I forgot. It's not like the movie established things that well, so. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my bad. All right, keep going, keep going. So then they then, road trip. <laughs> yeah, basically they road trip for uh, however long the movie is. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they pick up a girl. They <laughs> drop the girl. The, well, at the first gas station they stop out, uh, they're already <laughs> they're already bandits. Well, there's already bandits, but also there was no wait to get to the gas pump. Yeah. Did you notice that? <sighs> That's weird. Bandits, no. I, I can sort of see. And already, and there's another woman, but this one is uh, the first of multiple honey traps. <laughs> Which is yeah. Movie, in this film? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this movie liked to rely on the same beats over and over mm-hmm. and over again, mm-hmm. which made it torturous. And yep. I, I know you were about to like just gloss over the fact that we are not one day into this global apocalypse situation <laughs> and we're already resorting to banditry. I was on Letterboxd uh, to, when I was first you know watching this because I couldn't remember if it was Netflix or not. <laughs> uh, so, I was on, so I was on Letterbox, like, okay, where can I watch this? And I glanced at the reviews because, like, one star. And someone on there went. It really took only three days of no internet for the country to go all Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I think that what we found in in recent years, in particular, there's been a lot of research into this, is that generally people in times of crisis help each other. They yeah. help each other and hunker down. Instead of vaguely fleeing to somewhere without... And there's going to always be some bad actors, as we've seen. Mm. But Mm. the majority, the majority of people are genuinely out to help. That's how we... We are a social goddamn species. Yeah. And when shit goes bad, our hindbrains get into gear. And what our hindbrains say is, oh no, better get the group together. (laughs) Strength in numbers, assemble the clan. (laughs) Quick, because the children protected. Like, like make <laughs> All sure people that, who, like, ran out of gas. Sorry. Make sure that, that whoever's in charge isn't going to screw the entire thing. Oh. Oh, no. But, yeah, all those people who, like, ran out of gas uh, or, you know, were stranded or whatever, most people seeing that in this situation would go, like, hey, hop in. Absolutely. I think the, the they might not have stopped to be like, let me share some of my gas. I think that's about as selfish as we would get is just ignoring. That's about the level of, like, assholeness. I can conceive. 
Yeah. Exactly. In terms of a majority stake. Again, there are always bad actors. However. Yeah. Running into one of them through this movie would make sense. Exactly. The fact one, that can't happen over, over and over and, and over again. And so, frankly, at this point, if you're going to do something like that, it has to be, I think it has to be over the top. And that's where you get things like, now they're all zombies. Yes, they are all out to get you. You know? Well, you, you know what movie did that? Hmm. Which one, Brendan? Zombieland. Hell yeah. Good movie. But anyway, uh, I, I find it, particularly after this, this time of, of difficulties that we are literally living through, and frankly, post-2001, I think it is disingenuous and kind of bullshit to have regular humans behave that poorly. Yeah. I think you have to add an element of something's fucking them up. I, I agree. Uh, unless we, we kind of do like uh, maybe a longer time passing than yes. five days. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. again, this is something I'll keep on hammering on here is five freaking days. You know what most people are going to do in this kind of cataclysm thing? If it's over the course of five days, they're going to be sitting in their house, wonder if the mm-hmm. internet's going to come back. And mm-hmm. then maybe practicing making sourdough. It's uh <laughs> Oh, strangely. Hmm, what? Also, five days would have given the United States government enough time to do uh alternate methods of communication. Right. Yeah. One okay. day also one day. Also, guys. The radio was still in terms working. of gu- in yeah. terms of bug out bags, why the fuck didn't he have a radio? Yeah. That's that's basic. That's so basic that, like, the fucking Girl Scouts learn how to do it when they're eight. Also, why didn't he have, yeah. have a guy he could call to get, get intel on what's going on? That's a good point. If you're gonna, like, if you're gonna pull out an ex-Marine card, let him, have him some fucking information. Boy, yeah. guys, guys, let's keep going. Let's yeah. Keep yeah. Going. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. they were at the gas station and, and nearly got uh, robbed. Uh, they go there is a bit- good actor amongst the robbers. Sorry, you don't realize it because he gets no lines, but I've seen him in other films. He's great. And then they wasted him by giving him, like, I think half a line. May I continue? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, So they nearly get robbed at the gas station. Turns out uh, the father-in-law has a gun. Uh, Why didn't you tell me you have a gun? Why do you- Tell you now. (laughs) To be fair, you didn't need to know. (laughs) (laughs) You're on a need-to-know basis right now. What would have changed? You You should have fucking said that. (laughs) That would have been better. Mm -hmm. Go Uh, on. They- Pick up an engineer. Is that before or after the f- the first time they get a fake cop trying to, or possibly a real after. cop trying to blow them up? It was up. after. Okay. Because uh, they pull up in yeah. the cop car. When did the father-in-law break his ribs that then took him eight fucking days or whatever to actually Four slowly days. leak out? Four days. Um, that was during the, uh, the cop bandit encounter. So this is bandit number two, <laughs> totally isolated bandit, uh, interaction. Who knows what his goal was, but he decided, I want to try to murder these people that are also armed. This is after their third bad decision, too, when the the U.S. military had shut down the highways. And then they decided to go on them anyway, which required the buy-in of a random, like, random soldier being like, of course, sir, who's not even in my division of the military, I'll let you go through. Sure, I... Orders are more suggestions than orders. <laughs> and, and a soldier who's not who's not uh, shown me any other proof other than saying I was a marine. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it's, it's, right. It's like what the fuck, man. Like like hell, they'd let them through. 
Like, yeah. How? And for, and then if that's what your plan and the fact that so many of their plans entailed, it has to be this one road is a gross misunderstanding of the way anything works. In America, yeah. yeah. In America, we, we have, have so, so many roads, you guys. So many. So many roads, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, As except, a matter of fact. When we did the, the cross-country road trip, like, how many roads could we have taken? <laughs> oh, my God. So many. Not also, that many, though, because there was a height issue. Which also, we though, got- learned our lesson. Anyway, go <laughs> on. <laughs> Actually, very briefly. When they were at the gas station, you know what they could have had a scene of instead of the honey trap and the banditry? Mm. We could have uh-huh. followed the father-in-law while the kids get in gas. We could have followed him into the uh, gas station. We could have seen people trying to hoard, but like not creepily. And we could have seen him pick up a road atlas. Yes! And then what? that could have just been a moment you know, when we see him pick it up. And then he doesn't say anything about it. He just – he tucks it into his coat or some shit like that because he's thinking ahead. He's preparing. He would be, and and then we're sitting there being like, "Oh shit, he's he's thinking about this already." Gotta have you a know? plan. Yeah, and, and we could have passed by groups uh, talking about what's happening and getting you know the yes. conspiracy theories. Oh my god, the background. We could have gotten background information, you guys. Uh, what's it called? Environmental storytelling. Yes. What? What? Because like, here's the thing. My theory as to what they were trying to design with this movie is that a, I think the screenwriter was freaked out about the. Uh, wildfires that were happening over in the San Francisco area mm. with all the red skies and all that, that probably mm. was painting a lot of the background anxiety of the creative process in the movie. But uh, also... This was 2018. I Did think have, the... This was 2018. Did we have red skies uh, at that time? Yes. Oh, okay. I think yeah, so. We've been having bad, some bad fires for a while. But let me check. Yeah, Actually, but, you guys keep talking. I'll yeah, do a quick check. But my, my theory... Like, what, I think what they were going for was that they wanted to have the ground-level apocalypse... But then decided to do a road trip movie on top of that. And mm. like, my, the thing is like, I can understand the impulse, like as me as a person, if the world is ending and we don't have solid communications, I'll know Jack about what's actually happening. Ha 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 ha. The thing is, the impression I got while watching this movie is that I don't even think the screenwriter really knew what mm-hmm. was going on, uh, what the actual world ending event thing is because so just so you know there were in 2016 which is when i if you think about when it was written when it was picked up when it was produced uh california wildfires is like the first thing that pops up if you type in 2016 wildfires mm-hmm. it was uh el nino was that summer all sorts of stuff all big right. prediction all right. for that all winter. Right. all right my theory is that they went into this movie and if you do you know your basic pitches as x meets y mm-hmm uh, they went into this going, okay, this is going to be you know, Mad Max meets Cloverfield. Ooh, see, that would have been actually good. Yeah, which is why they didn't do it right. Oof. I thought it was like just, they were just going for major volcanic event and that's throwing a, uh, that's distor- disturbing all, all, all the, uh, ground lines and, and throwing ash into the air or that's scrambling all, oh. all the, uh, telecommunication. But well, what they, they didn't tell you. What they didn't tell you is that what happened, I think based on things like the, the, the compass doing weird shit, the Aurora Borealis we saw near the end in a weird location and the way that they kept, uh, in an interesting way, I thought they kept uh, focusing on birds, beetles, things like that. What's happened is that the magnetic poles have done one of their flippy things. Mm. Um, and it's unexpected and it's fucking things up. Possibly mixed with something else. I don't fucking know. But on the other hand, they also didn't do the birds correctly, and they didn't do the beetles correctly, and they didn't do the compass correctly. They didn't do a lot correctly. 
Yeah. Um, like, for instance, though, it... Because in this time of year, if, in, in this part of the country, mm-hmm. look like it's entirely within your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if, um, for instance, if they'd, if we'd seen some electric vehicles, uh, suddenly stop fucking working correctly, mm. uh, because those apparently, I looked this up, well, apparently, uh, their engines work by magnets. Um, huh. <laughs> Whoops. Well, just get to my work? changes later. Ooh. And, but also if they'd done some, again, bringing it right back to environmental storytelling, there he is going into the, the gas station. And in the background, you know, maybe we see, I don't know, we start seeing some of those, we see, uh, uh, ornithology, like bird watching handbooks, like just putting that kind of shit in your head, you know? Were TVs working at that point? Uh, uh the they TVs- were until O'Hare. They cut out at O'Hare. Uh, but the radios were still working, which actually radios should have stopped work, working out as well if the if the magnets were if magnetism was starting to f- get fucked up. Actually, the really downer thing is that you know the the, the fiance and a baby and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. When your magnets stop working, <laughs> when when the Earth, like I, I I'm guessing that it flipped. We never actually get an answer. If it had just gone away for whatever reason, uh, the big problem is that apparently that magnetic field does things like helpfully push off the majority of the radiation we're getting from the sun. So the second that stops, we're all fucked in terms of, like, rising cancer rates and weird babies and stuff like that. Hooray! Yay! Yeah, so how but, it ends so, is a downer note, fun or fucking what? But so they, they don't actually... So they meet a... Pl- but they don't say. They don't say. Yeah. So they get a buddy. <laughs> the engineer, it's a girl, so we should have guessed by this point that she would immediately be uh, misused or gotten rid of in some way. Yep, yep. She, they pick up an engineer. There's some more bandit shenanigans. She says, uh, no, thank you to all of this and leaves. They encourage her. Like, no, she has to kill somebody, I guess, in order to get out of a situation. And instead of well, comforting her, they're like, good job and encourage her. And then she's like, you know what? This is fucked, fucked. up. <laughs> well, and she I, just pieces out. Well, cause like good this happens after the second honey trap. Oh God. Yeah. That happens. Mm-hmm. And they get their gas stolen. Uh, like, like fools. Ha! Everybody's bandits now. Didn't you get the memo? It was put out last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so they do a vehicle chase. Somehow, I guess they could just drive faster, um, than the car that had like a good, what, minute or so head start. Yeah. The lawyer was using a lot of defensive driving techniques, which would have been actually pretty cool if, for instance, there was any indication that he had any training in that whatsoever yeah and one line about a misspent youth right jesus right and maybe it, that maybe that's the reason that the father-in-law doesn't like him yeah that mm-hmm. would have been so much better right because you uh, know the father-in-law would have like brought it up like i looked up your your record you know <laughs> or god it's like oh so you're a lawyer now huh did, did you stick with that did you decide to stay on that side of the bench mm-hmm. Ooh. yeah yeah right Ooh. right i'm not that kind of lawyer Anyway, <laughs> you're gonna be helping your buddies now. So uh, I'm a real estate lawyer. <laughs> the engineer fucks off. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, because she's the only one with sense in this movie. Mm-hmm. At that point, she's like what, like a thousand miles away from where she's, she got where she needed to be, which was away from the place that she was, where she was also being misused. Yeah, because yeah. so, no women can do well in this movie. Oof. One thing leads to another. Uh, the father-in-law's lung collapses. collapses. It is briefly His fixed. Somehow has a um, not catheter, but it's a needle some sort. Yeah, and that was like a ballpoint a, pen. It was not a ballpoint pen because it would have been a uh, it would have been a lot cooler to be oh. honest. 
Um, but it wasn't because if you did, because then what you would have seen him like undo it and it would have seen, it's a lot thicker. This was clearly a needle and that's, that's a way to do it. It's just not the fun way. <laughs> it's not the survival way. Yeah. It's not the like, we're going to do this fucking shit way. So it's briefly fixed <laughs> long enough for them to have a heart to heart and, you know, let bygones be bygones. <laughs> I didn't crash the boat. It was your daughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't do the boat. It was your daughter. And, and also, by the way, she's pregnant. I know. Um, I was like, I know. <laughs> and she told nice. me. And to be fair, I'm like, oh, that's why you let him go in the fucking car with you. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'm like, why were you at all inviting him on this ride? Oh, yeah, 100% he would have just left old Will there to die oh, in yeah. Chicago. Oh, yeah. And then been just like, hey, finds his daughter and like, what happened? Yeah, uh, died. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Uh, I'm pregnant. We can fix that. Don't worry about it. And then uh, the father-in-law dies. Yep. I mean, he has buzzards like from the moment he breaks his ribs. And Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the lawyer sets the car on fire with him in it. In Uselessly. Uselessly. There is no reason. I do not know why he did that. Well, no, no. Uh, the, the the radiator finally, or whatever thing that the engineer was supposed to be maintaining in the car, finally gave out. Oh, the, the car died. Oh, but he died. could have left it for scrap for somebody else who knows how to do shit. Well, or taken yes. that gas and fucking bartered it. Yeah. God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh. The flares. The flares, you guys. That was a oh, waste man. of a flare. God damn. Will has learned nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Except how to be a worse person. Because he starts this film. He wants to help various people. He's trying to be nice. Uh, He gets out. He gets trapped by the honey trap twice. Uh, He's going through all of that. And what happens is that instead of both of them learning a lesson from each other, like one becomes more compassionate. One becomes more, you know, under, you know, ready more to weary. have a plan. More, yeah. 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 Has a plan. You know, that should be the lesson is have a plan. Right. Not become a huge dick. <laughs> yeah. Like now we are the bandits now is basically what happened. But go on. Go on. So he foolishly throws away all of his resources. <laughs> and. But thankfully gets picked up by the one nice family in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Who he then, I mean, they, they go over to his estranged dad's house. Nobody's there, which, so that's a wasted fucking opportunity. Right. Uh, and then right. he proceeds to fucking rob them. No. Well, he he took rob. their car and they have no more gas. No, no, there was he a spare car. He talked to him about it. He, no, but he talked about how he took most of the gas out of it. Most. But Not there's all. three weeks of supplies in the house. Uh-huh. And there was a second car in the garage. Which is what he took most. I don't know. I, and, it's to a, me, and it was an offer. Yeah, but what kind of offer was it really? Because if you looked at the other guy's eyes, he knew that this was the nice offer. What if he'd said no? I mean, here's, you're not wrong. I'm just saying that you're right. You're right. But Technically, this is not is the not full. The right. You're right. This is not the full descent. But yeah, this I'm just is, saying that uh, robbing is not the term that you're looking for. It's coercion. Coercion. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I will grant you coercion. That so then thick. he. Finally gets back to wherever the fuck he lives. Seattle. Like the... It's Seattle, so. Uh, uh, and he finally arrived at the soundstage. <laughs> <laughs> the city's fucking destroyed. He decides to go up a rickety stair uh, set of ladders to a rickety blown out building. I was really hoping he'd jump at that point. Because yeah. I thought that would be a fitting end. But no. Yeah. There's a plot coupon. Uh, He gets to his apartment. Uh, She isn't there. Uh, But she has left a note in the ash. Uh, will uh, come find me. Uh, no, it, it's a marker on the door. Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought it was a scrape and some metal. Point is, he says, "Will come find me." Here's an address. Uh, the point. Is, my point is, I was barely paying attention at that point. I'm lucky I looked up in time to see the note. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, and I was so freaking confused. 
I'm glad we were all in this boat. Um, I was I was still paying attention at this point, but barely. So he goes to wherever the fuck he uh, she said, like, uh, and it's a cabin in the woods. Hmm? Like, su- surprisingly, a backwoods cabin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with their neighbor, who is in no way super creepy, who has in no way been like, I have found myself a woman. Oh wait, you're still alive. Oh, Damn it, <laughs> you're alive. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the exact, to be fair, the other great actor in this film was that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He brought an energy to this that I appreciated. Mad, uh, creepy energy. <laughs> you, need, you need good creep actors. Yeah. You, you do. do. You do. Oh, but also, I mean, I, I kind of feel like this director, I want to know what else he's done, because every once in a while, he did hit the nail with regard to horror. Like, he evidently knew how to pick actors in terms of, like, here's a creepy fucker. Oh, yeah. Sidman next to a fire, directed him to do those great pauses. Say some absolute bullshit. <laughs> Be like, oh, hey, can I see your your gun? Everyone's pausing. Sure. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a nice, thanks. Oh. That's good. Thank you. Oh, no oh, bullets. Oh, now I know you have no bullets? No bullets, you say? Mm. Like, yeah. Fascinating. Interesting. A trick that, a trick that uh, you could not have predicted? <laughs> I don't, well, maybe not. Listen, every, he listens to Joe Rogan. We can't expect much. Yeah, so he has a bunch of conspiracy theories about what happened. Uh, the government's in on it. He knows. He knows things. He knows he things, knows. guys. He's he a knows. systems engineer. To, here's or, the or thing, a software guys. engineer. I actually didn't, I didn't really understand, because we don't, we aren't told at this point. I had done some research to figure out what was going on. So I'm like, oh, it's probably this. But to be honest, like, what if it was a fucking bomb? Who knows? You know? Or I don't think I do. What? Yeah, exactly. Or- like, to be honest, one of you's gone on a fucking road trip from hell, and the other one of you escaped the hell city. You've both had experiences, and nobody knows what's happening. Any of that could be possible at this point. Yeah, so he's spouting off, you know, the lawyer, uh, Will, if you're curious of what his name is, uh, is not having any of it, because it's he's very, had a long fucking day. The fiancé says, come on, honey. Come on, let's let's just go to bed and you know have sex, and then yay! And I don't do anything else with myself. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I don't I'm do only, anything else with myself, though. I have no agency. Like, my <laughs> job is only to placate. Placate? Yes. No. Placation, honeypot, or the one plucky girl who got the hell out of the story. <laughs> uh, and then in the morning, Will sees the creep creeping around uh, the car. I was really hoping that the creep had like taken out all their like jumper cables or some shit, but some car thing. Yeah. I was really hoping. I was so hoping, you guys. That would have been hilarious. That was <laughs> it was so good. They, they run mm. to the car and it's like, damn it, boom, done. <laughs> it would have been so good. Uh, uh, why are you looking at my and car? Then... Or, oh, no. Those, those were some kids. Some kids. And to be fair, yeah. that was a great moment of like, kids, huh? Like, we've, we've seen zero children. There's, wait, there was one girl child. You'll never guess. She was asleep. Hmm. Again, not doing anything with the plot. Of the one good family. Did the family. wife in that car even have a... Yeah, of the one good family, there was a daughter and the... Did the wife say anything? No. no. So there was a wife who was silent and a girl child who was asleep. This oh. movie has so many fucking issues. We, we forgot there was another female character. Uh, which, oh, God. Which one? Uh, the, uh, the the friend of Will's <gasps> and Sam's and that one, oh. like... Who walked in when he was changing his shirt and that wasn't weird. That was weird and she was convinced that her husband was dead and I thought that they were going to be doing the creepy, like, so, mm-hmm. so the thing I was thankful for, I suppose, in a lazy screenwriting, or I shouldn't say that, in a, in a screenwriting sense, is that I thought they were going for the, 
Yeah. She she wants to have a romantic uh, interaction with Will she's there. She's going to find – she finds comfort somehow, like that shit. Yeah, that bullshit. And then have the uh, forced, you know, tension forced, yeah. thing of Forrest Whitaker walks in at the wa- wrong time, I that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But like – It didn't. It didn't, and I'm glad for that. But man – I think that was on day three or something of the apocalypse. And uh, also, but know. she wasn't like she was hunkered down, which is good. But like she wasn't doing anything. Yeah, was crying. She's yep, she was crying. Yep, yep, yep. And, and that's valid. It'd be one thing if she was the one crying character, but there were other women doing. Uh, well, we also saw such dressing of a bunch of uh, dead phones that she, she's been trying. Yeah, what did that mean? Uh, that's the, she's been and trying all the phones until they run out of power. You know what's useless? They specifically mentioned that she runs a pottery shop. Hmm. Did you see anything? I don't, did she no. contribute anything pottery related? I did not to see situation? any. I did not even see any pots in the house. She could have contributed a goddamn jug for them to carry water in. Yeah, yeah. that would have been helpful. Here's some ceramic. And, Thank you. This will definitely save our lives later. Yeah, and but, is, you know, it's like one of those things where you just try. It was a scene that didn't add anything. <laughs> it was a I, diversion. Well, one of my big things is like, if you have something, it's got, I happen to believe that you, anything that you put in should serve at least two purposes. This had one purpose. It was a dumb purpose too, but the one purpose was it established that, you know, an emotional beat. Okay. That Will has friends. An emotional moment. It was a break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that he, you know, this isn't just some kind of golden eyed view that his fiance has or whatever, but it was an emotional moment. And technically the story needed a pause at that moment, but it didn't do anything else and so it feels wasted hence why we completely forgot it anyway let's skip to the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah, movie can i tell you the end of this how movie? does it end pippin how does how, it end? how it ends how it ends uh because i got so close and then y'all pulled me back <laughs> bring me back sorry, uh, sorry every time you so, say you're out you get pulled back in <laughs> so the creepy guy is all like no some kids were messing with your car and will was all like okay let's go fucking find them then and the creepy guy was all like yeah Let's go find them. You and me, alone in the woods. Uh, out of earshot. Say, out of gunfire sound earshot? Yeah, so one thing leads to another. Will shoots Creepy Guy. Uh, well, to be uh, fair, I'm creepy, creepy Guy was about to shoot him. Yeah. So, I mean, it was one of the more justified things. Like, it was a quick draw situation. Yeah. And he, Will won. Like, Creepy Guy, I drew first. Will shot first. Yeah. And to be fair, was, yeah. And then the weather starts and, doing something weird again. And then Will books it back to uh, the house, grabs Sam, and goes, we are leaving now. Like, what's uh, happening? Where are we going? North. <laughs> Where's the neighbor? Dead. Not Shot coming. Him. <laughs> actually, yeah, he said, uh, he straight up said, I killed him. I actually appreciate that. He wasn't hiding that. He's like, yeah, he tried to kill me, so he's dead. But let's go. Huh. Worst uh, things to talk about right now. We'll we'll parse our the- feelings about this later. <laughs> we're doing it in the we're, car. Let's go. We're being chased by what's happening. Something what? is happening. What is happening? Uh, Don't know, but it's making the ground explode. Uh, let's go. So they go on the road heading north, and then the movie ends as as the the cloud follows them. Well, actually, the the cloud. Was starting to like a not lose oh, steam, it? but it was it was starting to fall, fall back right, oh, okay. yeah, Aww, right at the weak. end. Yeah, well, it's like at the last moment they tried to make the the phenomenon a character. Yeah, <laughs> and but they had not established it as a character at all up to that point. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And there's ways they could have. There's ways they fucking could have. 
Oh, Basically, this movie makes me so angry. <laughs> uh, again, I was having trouble paying attention at this point. So this was a moment when I was looking down because that's oh, oh, no. just on the road. Uh, and then on you the know, I hear the, the <laughs> credit music going. I'm like, wait, fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I, I I broke some rules here and I, I, I texted Pip uh, as soon as I finished the movie and I'm like, I finished the movie. It it ended. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then my joke was, honey, run. The last page of the screenplay is coming. Oh, shit. That's good. Yeah. <gasps> Brendan texted me, went, it ended. And I just went in all caps. It just fucking ended. I was so mad about it. And we never Guys, get Because it takes so long to start. Right? Well, I knew that there was going to be a problem right at the beginning when we spent so fucking long on his journey. Like, we had the intro call, right? The intro baby, rather. Right? Intro baby. I'm like, great. We're starting in medias res. We know immediately here's a steak. I can see a steak right there. It's a baby and a fiance and a questionable dinner coming. And then we spend like five fucking minutes, which is five screenplay pages, mm-hmm. getting... Him from that doctor's appointment to that dinner. And that's Which also it. lasted too long. I like the di- like, I would have been less angry about the dinner if, cause it, there was like tension and people were being like assholes to each other. And I kind of like that. But I, in terms of the overall, you're right, Pip, in terms of the overall, uh, uh composition of the film, it was too much, it, it was too much time. Uh, I, I didn't take a ton of notes on this movie cause what on what why <laughs> uh but one my one of the only things i did write down was does this movie plan to start anytime soon <laughs> nice well, my related note to that was it, it, it we have this note uh when we do improv where uh if you establish something cool is going to happen mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like if you mention the fireworks factory you better get to the goddamn fireworks factory and do something with it you know, yes. like if you are two characters about to jump out of an airplane to skydive as part of your scene, you're going to be falling out of that airplane. Otherwise, the audience will be pissed. Well, and this and is they, right up there with a the Chekhov shotgun. Yeah, exactly. So if I am loading up a movie called <laughs> How It Ends. It better fucking end. I want to see – Global catastrophes happening around our characters here. Not- I want them dead. I want them dead by the end. Yeah, That's what that I could want. Have, that could have been like a he he reaches his wife just in time to, or or reaches them and you know they're all fucking dead. Um, and then that's when the wave of ash comes and kills him because it was all pointless in the end. He should have stayed they in Chicago. Have, holy shit! They could have Thelma and Louise it, you guys. They could have realized that they can't go any further. They're running out of gas. We get that tension. Then they just hold hands. She nods. He, you know, he looks at her. She nods. And then he does that move that he did on the bridge where he does that flippy thing with the car, (laughs) thereby justifying the flippy thing with the fucking car. And they drive into the storm. And then he, and then she shoots the storm. Yeah. <laughs> but it would have been a repeat image also of him driving into the city of, of fire, which was also stupid earlier, but at least it would have been a repeating image, you know? Uh, but this time he's doing, like, they're doing it together. Some shit like that. But no. Nope. No. Guys, can we, can we do changes? Cause I yeah, feel like we can God. definitely do some changes. So uh, many. I, I, I do have one, but I also want to point out that according to Wikipedia, the, Likely, the, they never do say what caused all of this, but the likely thing 
is a super volcano eruption along the West Coast. What? Most, and secondary shockwaves and eruptions. Then why were there why? all of those? Why the Aurora Borealis? Why the Beatles? Why the birds? And why the compass? Uh, because they're bad at this. Actually, I think volcanic activity can cause other strange phenomena. Because of the ash in the air and shit. Here's the problem, though. There wasn't enough ash, I would say. The sky was oh, not yeah. fucked There's up enough. There's never enough ash. Oh, yeah. The, like, sky, the, the sky yeah. wasn't fucked up enough. The yeah, weather it, wasn't weird enough. It should have been red skies for everyone. Constant, con- well, we, guys, we literally have photographs of what that looks like now. Yeah. You know? We know I, it gets fucking weird. Yeah. I know that one of our friend Teresa's reactions mm-hmm. after 9-11, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, she was in the city that day, <laughs> uh, was mm-hmm. the realization that every uh, scene uh, in books and movies that involve ash don't have enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But also the fact that the sky was relatively normal a bunch of the time. Yeah. You know, the fact that they were overheated a bunch of the time. If you have ash in the sky, it's blocking out the sun. You know what's going to happen? You're going to get fucking cold. Mm. There was that also too much been... light. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was too bright. And also, guys, remember when they were like, oh, no, this storm. I've never seen a storm like this. Can I just say, did the writer grow up in, like, fucking California or something like that? Because I'm like, I've seen a storm like that. It's raining, it's hailing, and then you go under a bridge and there's weird lightning. Yeah, no. We've done this. I've been to Mount Washington. Come on, guys. Yeah. I, I, I... You know, went to school down there in Tornado Alley. I mean, come on, right? Like, yeah. in terms of weird storms, I feel like they could have kind of kind of pushed that up to eleven, maybe get some fucking frogs in there or something. Like, do better. I think better. if you're having a uh, apocalypse type of scenario movie, I think just go big, have it be like some super like super thing happening, like aliens. I don't care. I want to have like. Constant. St- uh, 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 we, we're, we're, we're diverging here again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Changes. Changes. Also, I will point out that head volcano electromagnetic effects are a thing. In Fair. which case, I wish that they'd just gone uh, to 11. I want it to be much more obvious. Yeah. And again, I want to be a character. If you're going to do Mad Max, do Mad Max. Maybe there's a fucking volcano always in the distance <laughs> that they're aiming at. Maybe. Wouldn't that be wild? Yeah. Anyway. So, Pip, wait, what was your, what was your change? I haven't said it yet. I just said I have one. Okay, go on. Do it. So, we mentioned how people, uh, actually in large crises, uh, band together, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and throughout this movie, you know, we stop and, you know, see people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, there's the engineer who, you know, fucks off. Uh, there's the friend in, uh, the small town who, who does pottery. Yeah. You know, they end up, uh, at Will's, uh, estranged father's place. With that nice family. So my change would have been, instead of every time they go there, something terrible happens, is every time they stop, they just pick someone up. Oh, oh my God, the Ted Lasso movie. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? I want Ted Lasso apocalypse, guys. I want it so fucking badly. The second I said it, I'm like, oh, fuck. (gasps) Go on. Listen, we can... We can do char- uh, characters from other media at the end. Uh, <laughs> Yay. Yeah, that's a good game. So, but you'll every time just go like, hey, you're in trouble. We're heading west. You can stay here if you want, or you can, or if you want, you can come with us. I would love that. Do you, oh, God. Uh, and then there's strength in numbers. So if something bad does happen, they can take care of each other. It reminds me a little bit of the, the Mr. Rogers, uh, his, his, um, the way I've heard it explained is that his actual, like, 
evangelicalism was radical kindness. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I want that fucking shit. Can you imagine Mr. Rogers in the apocalypse? <laughs> yeah. So, so every time, you know, they get to a situation and, you know, react with violence, they mm-hmm. react with compassion. Yes. Uh, and because we felt I like think that's that, so better. Yeah. I, I think that's something that's missing in disaster films in general. Mm hmm. Well, because either yeah. you get the movies about the hyper competent people trying to solve the problems. Yeah. Or you get the movies about the people on the ground reacting poorly. Mm-hmm. And I would like a movie about, you know, a, the major crisis and the people on the ground going, no, you know, let's, let's work together. I feel like the people who write these apocalypse disaster stories, whatever, I feel like they're always deeply cynical people. Mm. I'm worried that they're always the same people. I, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there's uh, right before or early um, Captain America, like, uh, uh, when the, before the films became like a thing and people are like, oh, he could be cool. And it's still happening with Superman to a certain extent. People not understanding how you can make a good, kind character have dramatic, like, action. Yeah. And like that basic level of non-understanding. And maybe it's just like we're not used to telling that kind of story. And it can be hard. It can be very hard to write a kind of story that you don't have a blueprint for. You can't study that. And... Or, I mean, that means it's up to you to kind of create your fucking stuff. Mm. But, you know, there's this this idea that, you know, you can't have a kind Superman. You can't have one who's just trying his goddamn best. It has, you know, he has to be, you can't have a Batman who's just basically uh, a, a, you know, uh, an orphan with issues who has a lot of money. So he's just going to make himself his own goddamn big bat family. (laughs) And coincidentally stop crime. Yeah. Just walk bollies at it. I also, you know, there's... You know, the power of movies and media and, and art mm-hmm. is it teaches people how to behave. Yes. Or, you know, gives guidelines and stuff. So when you, you know, show people in crisis reacting poorly, mm-hmm. people watch and go like, oh, that's what's will happen or what is supposed to happen. Yep. Even if lived experience, you know, shows otherwise, uh, there will be people who go like, no, no. When the bad things happen, it's every it's everyone for themselves. I've seen it in movies. Yeah, so we should we be show- prepared for that. Yeah. As opposed to like, you know what? Maybe we should learn to le- do some fucking pottery because I bet that's going to be useful in the aftertimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, do you know how to sew? I can learn. Let's learn how to hand sew because we're not sure about other shit. Well, like, they pick uh, up- it's why print libraries will never die. Yeah. Yeah. It's why- And so they pick up a pottery girl. And they- <laughs> she picked up pottery girl. Because I bet she knows other crafts, too. Well, that's one of my favorite, in an otherwise terrible uh, uh, book concept, one of my favorite kind of ideas is that in the apocalypse, the people who are really going to be doing well are the weirdo reenactors who have been practicing like one weird old thing, and they all know each other. Well, there's like a- Yeah. Yeah, go on. Well, there's like a book series where like the SCA people, uh, in like a post technology yes. apocalypse yes. all, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's by John Ringo. It's, uh, it's called, uh, There Will Be Dragons. And it's, uh, it's got all the problems that you would associate with the John Ringo book. But also I was the proofreader for the second, edi- uh, for like one of the paperback editions of that. Oh, there's also another one. Oh shit. I yeah. hope it's a better one. Uh, dies the fire. Ooh, well, fuck. Well, never mind, listeners. Go find that. I mean, it has its own problems, too, to be fair. Uh, but the question is, different. are people randomly raped? Don't think so. Oh, wait, that's, I, I was know. about to say, that takes too long a pause. <laughs> and are Marines clearly the best 
uh, military things to recreate in this brave new world. No. Not the Romans. Not uh, not anything else. Definitely the Marines. No, there, there's like a mishmash of things. Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, being able to do mounted archery is uh, considered yeah. a, a useful skill. <laughs> Hell yeah. Anyway. But yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I want more of that. Yeah, my change is, you know, the real saving of the world is the friends we made along the way. Boom. Yeah. Cool. Love it. Love it. Yep. Uh, can I do my change? Go for it. Because it's actually weird. It, it's it's different. Um, it's because one of the things you, Pip, you, you mentioned that you, you, or somebody mentioned that's really kind of annoying is the idea that we're all hyper-competent. Samantha? And funnily enough, I'm not saying this is the best story to make. I actually think, Pip, yours is really good. As, a, as a, like, That's the goal. Thank you. I'm saying a better movie, and maybe the one that they were sort of aiming at and they fucking missed, was competence porn. But two different kinds. Opposing kinds. Mm. So the father-in-law has the competence porn of knowing survival shit, right? But he's bad at people. Lawyer? He's a lawyer, right? He's good at people. He's the talker. Oh, yeah, they really could have leaned into that. Right? Because he got them through various situations. He was, I mean, not great, but you could see, like, the bones that were there. He talked his way into the town. He talked, mm-hmm. exactly, he talked his way into the town. So the bones were there. They could have not been assholes. They could have not turned to banditry. Maybe there's bandits. I don't fucking know. But even better, then, instead of the bandits being the villains, you make it the the thing you can't control. So they bring both of their competencies with them. I would like that. And even better than that, I did appreciate the reveal that, like, no, the father-in-law knew the entire time uh, that there was a baby. And I guess that's why he decided to let him on. But up until that point, I was like, why the fuck did he let him come with? I would have kind of liked it if the father's like, I'm going to go get him. I'm going to go get her. And uh, the fiance is like, I'm going to go get her. We should go together because he's doing the people thing, right? And the, the father-in-law is like, has not learned the people competency yet. He's like, no, I'm going to go by my fucking self. You're a dick. <laughs> and now my daughter's going to see that. And then they both take two different cars and they go different ways and they keep running into each other. <laughs> um, I don't know quite how to do that. I feel like it's more bookish in that case. I, I, I can see probably... putting them in. Hmm? Oh, uh, I, I, I might tap into that in my oh, story change you. upcoming here, but yeah. But the, but the point is that way there's some kind of, again, parallel, but not together. So, and then you get the thematic of like, and then they finally come together as they learn how from each other's skill sets or learn how to appreciate each other's skill sets. And then, I mean, at that point, it's such a big change right at the beginning that you start getting that kind of ripple effect that you don't quite know where the butterfly's wings are going to take the rest of the plot. Mm. You know, I could make up something. Thump, thump. I, I, would, I would not have characters like come and go in the wind. Like first we get this one, then she leaves. Then we get the dad, then he leaves. Then it, I wouldn't do that either. I'd really focus on the the big bad is the is the thing that we don't know what it is, and that could be anything. That could be a kaiju. That could be and, and the mystery of it is great too, right? Lean into it a bit more. Make it so it's not just a beetle on the road. It's a beetle that's going in circles, which is fucking weird, you know? Mm. The birds. We don't see a susurration of birds because birds fucking do that. That's what they do. Why is everybody staring at it? And was, what if they start crashing into each other? Ooh. You know, and then we just see the birds fucking dropping and you hear the sound of them hitting the ground. That's how quiet and freaked out everybody is. You know, uh, experts on the radio of things that you don't know anything about. Yes. And not and not just a standard like, ah, oh, God is coming. And also it was the Chinese. Like, no, come on, guys. Be weird. A volcanologist. Be- yes. Or just a numbers channel. Mm. You know, get the really weird stuff. But anyway, but points. There's there's a thing we don't know. Right. So that's the monster. It could be anything. That's the thing. 
their task, get the girl. Meanwhile, be good if she's doing something. And then just the story beats, the adventures, like, like I, uh, how I, you know, picture how do we do the middle of the story is them coming across, you know, one issue where one of their skill sets is good, one issue where the other skill set is good. And then at those converging, uh, so you start getting a mix and match as they have to learn how to use their skill sets together. Mm. I mean, if you need shit to happen in the middle, you can just steal some shit from the Odyssey. Uh, ex- fuck it. Steal. Yeah. F- steal a travel story. There's lots of them. <laughs> But that's what I would do. I would, it's weirdly focusing it a lot more while at the same time, I think it's making it simpler. It's simpler and focusing, but in doing that, I think you get a stronger story and a, a more fulfilling movie. Not necessarily the best one. I think Pippin's is the best one, but. What up? And that's mine. Cool. Dueling competencies. Like banjos, but weirder. Yeah. Anyway, who's next? Uh, Al? Yeah, I'll go. I'm going to do who, uh, some stuff. Uh, one, I'm going to redo its color correction, cause my god. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this hill. This is the one you will die on. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And two, like, I want more. They said ominous. I want them to keep that. I promise. I want on to people will just disappear anyway, and you tur- turn around. Oh, the hide behinds are getting them, Pippin. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm, yeah sorry, Pippin. This is, is going, shifting it into kind kind of horror. Straight up horror? Yeah. You know, maybe at some point we see, you know, an outline of a, a bird. But birds aren't shaped like that. <gasps> Weird shadows. Yeah. Basically, I want what's happening to also be... Something like cat. You mentioned cat. Uh, you mm. you have you have a Twitter thread going on right now of people <laughs> going into the woods and then the woods eats them. Yep. I want the woods. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I can talk more about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 You can. I'm. I'm. I, I'm. I'm doing. A, I'm going to do a bit here. <clears throat> I want the woods to come out to feed. No. No. <laughs> yeah. That's a very. I mean. <sighs> You know, that's a very good point, though, because part of the horror of the woods is that it is just like, yeah, we make up things to explain why we all die out there. But also, we also know it's because woods are fucking dangerous. Yeah. And so what if this is a natural phenomenon? We're just completely unfucking capable of handling it. Yeah. Like, for instance, the poles flipping. Apparently, we've done that before. And it fucks us up a bit. And then it comes back. I guess. Yes. Yeah, so- I don't know. I was briefly looking on Google. Yeah, so <laughs> so I, I want other two things. Like one or two things. Either go straight up into, oh, hell opened up. <laughs> or two, oh, it's the happening, but nature's being real fucking obvious about it this time. Actually, I th- that wasn't really where I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to bring in the fact that uh, compasses being no longer able to tell where they are. It's a sign that you've entered a different land. Hmm. You've entered Fairyland. You've entered. You're about to enter Mortal Fucking Combat. <laughs> Mortal Combat. Okay, but also at what? Mm-hmm. Like, I also want to hit a point where like we're not where we're supposed to be. Yes. Like, what if they keep finding road signs and they're not the road signs that they were supposed to be getting at this point? Are, Do not eat the food offered to you. Like, oh my, dude! It could have been a total journey through Fairyland as a secret theme. Yeah. Could have been. We could have had it all. We could have had it all. 
But alas, we had to have another honeypot. Oh, actually, very good question. Quick question for everybody. Mm. If you had seen the compass doing that shit, what would your, their reaction was, that's weird. What would your reaction have been? Uh, Stop and evaluate. Go on. Oh, sorry. I'd want more references. Fair enough. Pippin? Yeah, I'd I'd be like, did I break the compass? (laughs) (laughs) Brendan? Well, okay. Depends on the context. Um, Brendan actually knows shit. (laughs) Yeah. You know, A, if I'm in the middle of uh, the road or whatever, Uh I'll probably try to get to the nearest, you know, settlement first because there's probably something weird incoming, even if it's natural, all that. I mean, come on. Uh, Staying put and out in the open road, out in the open, probably not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, you're also, going practical. Also, just get more information, more data points. I love all of your interpretations. And Pippin, I'm very surprised you'd go with the, I'm pretty sure I broke this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I don't know how to break a compass. So that's one. Um, well, here, I don't know how to break one, but I'm fairly certain I could manage. <laughs> I feel like my automatic reaction would be like a bone deep oh shitness. That I, maybe I would rationalize away being like, I probably broke it. I probably did this, but very similar, weirdly, to the moment that I saw that there was, uh, that I had a positive pregnancy test before my first kid. I was planning that. I knew what it was, but you had these sudden overwhelming fuck. Wait, no, I did that on purpose. <laughs> um, and, and that kind of visceral moment, I feel like I'd have that. And maybe, again, maybe I'd be like, you know what? No, let's go to a different, let's look, go to a different location. I don't know if this is location based. Let's go to uh, a different area. Make sure that's not just me. It's other people. Uh, let's make sure that's more than just this one thing I have. Does this also do that? You know, I do all the logical things, but in the back of my brain, there'd be that fuck. And I, I just didn't get that feeling from them. And maybe they're just idiots. Maybe they're just like, oh, a cabin in the woods seems like a great idea. Like that. They're, they're follow up, uh, there's also par- probably uh, if I was using the compass because I needed to go a direction. Mm-hmm. If the compass stopped working, I would probably be like, "Well, shit. Okay, where's the sun right now?" Yeah, they never talked about. Well, then there, there's the you can't find the sun anymore. Mm. Mm. You know what you could do? Holy shit! You could do a um, not Tam Lin, but Thomas the Rhymer story. Mm. So that means that the engineer is the Queen of Elfland, right? Because they Wait. pick her up. Are you doing another come story change? No. Okay. But possibly I am. <laughs> but mostly because <laughs> But mostly because there's a story of and the story of how they go from the mortal realm to the fairyland and there's a choice at the end. And part of it is they go through a, a there's no sun for like 40 nights. What? Lent? And uh they <laughs> they ride through red blood up to the knee. A pep, how long and I'm like, you know what? That's some f- No, good. Hmm? Good. No, Captain. That's some fucking great, like, imagery. We could have done that. Go on. Yeah. Uh, but alas. Okay. Um, uh, but, uh, uh, but anyways. Yeah. And last thing, thing uh, an explanation for why everyone on suddenly, they all, well, well guess, guess we're, we're bandits now. So, uh, mm. Something is also making them go a little bit uh, violent. Mm. Mm, bandit. Full treat. moon in the sky. Yeah. <gasps> I see. Why is there no fucking music? In this movie. Didn't have the budget. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they tried to make it a character point and it was bullshit. Go on. Huh. So, uh, so my changes, I think, I think we, we touched on a lot of this already, but you know what I would have done? Uh, I would have had whatever this apocalyptic thing happening do. I think it should have just knocked out all electronics, not yes. just like, 
oh, communications. I'm just saying they have the bright idea to take the car or whatever. The shockwave passes and then the car is useless. Fuck and yeah. so now this allows us to have kind of the father son or, you know, whatever <laughs> cross country uh, hike slash biking trip. And that's where we can kind of have this like a bit more time for the apocalypse to really settle in and thus explain more of the banditry happening. Because mm. if we're taking a trip from Chicago to uh, Seattle and you're doing it by bike, it's going to take a lot longer. Uh, but maybe it's still in a believable time span that they could make it and find her in time and all that, whatever. Uh, sidebar, I would also have like maybe scenes with like establishing, ah, uh, maybe the fiance is in mortal peril. Uh, that guy, ain't he creepy? But also, I think the twist I would have done at the end is that she would have capped that guy at the end because yes. she is her father's yes. daughter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Like, imagine uh, our boy Will doesn't have ammo, his sig is empty, <gasps> and she followed them. That's the, yes. And that's the thing. The creepy programmer turns to shoot Will, and he pulls the trigger, click, click, click. And that's when we have Sam with her own pistol because she has her own go bag because her dad is just that crazy. And she kind of drops his ammo. Boom. <gasps> nice. Uh, that's one change that I was thinking as we were talking about all this. Oh, shit. Um, that would have been great. Mm. Alas. Um, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. wasn't meant to be. Um, alas and alack. But – uh, the thing I was thinking about, you know, that was the, the bike ride across the country thing was this one explanation for all the banditry as I was watching this and might explain why Forrest Whitaker's character would be like an ever decreasing health. Because if you're older, a cross country bike ride without having, you know, prior like marathon training, basically probably going to freaking kill you toward the end. Um, but <laughs> the anyway, trouble. well, the- the trouble is the longer that the apocalypse happens, if the apocalypse is at the base, simply your electronics get knocked out. It won't take very long for your society to remember that we've only had all this shit. Uh, right? Yeah. For like, a few decades. Like, yeah, to be eventually. honest, like, where's the fucking carts and horses? You know the farmers are going to be like, well, fuck. Well, eventually Telegraph. there'll be like a regression to the mean. We can do all that good stuff later, whatever. I'm just trying to explain the immediate chaos and all that. But maybe we don't do that. The other story idea that as I was watching this is like, this is clearly supposed to be like a road comedy. (laughs) Like in the apocalypse. Oh, to be fair, yeah. Oh, father-in-laws. Yeah, the thing is like, you've seen like, you know, the the road trip movie. It was supposed Mm -hmm. to be that, but in the apocalypse. And I'm like, what if we just steered into that skid and we just had a father and son who clearly the thing that they're worried about the most is their own interpersonal drama. Yes. And they're completely oblivious to the apocalypse ha- uh, happening around them. And it's like we're getting like different stories from different survivors. It's like, what the hell are you two doing? Why are you heading towards that? Oh, my God. Seattle's on fire. And they're just still bickering about the frickin' boat. <laughs> um, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it basically end up being like planes, trains, automobiles, and apocalypse. And what and what? And shotguns. And shotguns. Oh my there Guys, we go. Okay. Have you have any of the rest of you seen Twenty One Drum Street? Yes. 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 Okay. Jonah Hill is the lawyer guy. 
Oh man. Okay. <laughs> and was it Ice Cube or Ice T? I think it was Ice T. Uh is the father-in-law. <laughs> that would have worked really well. <laughs> I'm just saying. That would have been amazing. Oh, it would have been. Oh my god! And the neighbor get... was Channing Tatum. Uh, who was that? <laughs> the neighbor was Channing Tatum. <laughs> or it's Ricky in a wig. <laughs> who? What? The, the, the engineer. Oh. Her name was Ricky. <laughs> I totally missed that. You're right. Nah. Love it. Oh man. Man, that yes. would have been fucking good. Right? Where's that apocalypse movie? I think it would have been a much more interesting movie to watch if you wanted to have this still father-son awkward interaction. Make it a freaking road trip comedy in the apocalypse. I bet it would be more fun to watch. And if you're watching a comedy, all of a sudden the breaks from reality, like, what the Bandits hell is this and, apocalypse? Bandits and honeypots and shit it like that. It doesn't matter. It's, it's all like a farce. It's all supposed to be over the top because it's these characters mm-hmm, reacting to these mm-hmm. situations. And then we could probably vary up the, the the conflicts a little bit more, so it's not just a honey trap over and over again. <laughs> or maybe the funny part is the fact that they keep on falling for the same thing, but they're oh my not God, it's actually the same person. Just over. <laughs> yes. Uh, Different mustaches. But also, I just love the idea that the, the 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 full character just is completely unfazed and untouched by like the world trying to kill them. It's like they still look like well-kempt and and carefree and all that but still bickering with each other because that's the, that's the thing that they're worried that's their story that they're telling and just everybody's being like increasingly bedraggled and and harried and all that well, and it's just yeah <laughs> it takes the humorous like the idea that you are the main character of your story right yeah. so what is your immediate personal drama your immediate drama is the fact that a guy who hates you is in the car next to you <laughs> You know, yes. Yep. Also, everything else is going on. You can't control that. This is happening. Wait, y'all. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. I got distracted because my brain very helpfully pointed out that you know the movie takes place over five days, uh, and nobody's beards grow. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. I'm. It's just. God damn it. Because uh, Brendan mentioned how everyone's getting bedraggled. And in my head, I was all like, and Theo James continues to look too handsome the entire time. And then I stopped. And Can I, went, I just Wait. tell you, he took yeah. a shower at his friend's house. I'm not sure he offered it to Forrest Whitaker and Ricky. He didn't. Because he's rude as Dick shit. Dick move. Dick move. But also, I also really don't like the fact that, by implication, the movie is telling us that the awful behavior of the father-in-law is justified in the correct way that we should be leaning towards. That's what we should be learning. That's why my correct. Yeah, person is the best. Yeah, all right, of uh, course. Wait, so, all right, I've had mine. You're, uh, yeah, where are we? we where all, are we we've all we've all done it. All right, oh my let's God. play a game. <laughs> quick game, quick game, because I think that we have so many answers here. Uh, uh, as implied earlier, I decided <laughs> that we should play. <laughs> what do we actually special call it? appearance by a special appearance by when a character from another uh, property comes in to this, and how would they react to the storyline? If, if you say so. <laughs> so I'm gonna go first. Because fuck all, y'all. That's okay. I know you don't have my answer. Here's the thing. No one should be surprised by my answer. Go on. Because there was a lawyer. God damn it. (laughs) Pippin. Are we just going to take Ted Lasso as the given, obvious, like, okay, that'd be fun. Now we're going to go with the ones that also are obvious, Pippin? No. (laughs) Uh, Because one of the other few notes that I have, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I literally have... Well, for for clarity's sake... Which lawyer... Yeah. What one of my notes is literally Matt Murdock would be amazing. <laughs> Matt Murdock, otherwise known as Daredevil, who is blind. 
parents. Uh-huh. And a lawyer. To be fair, though, like, being dependent on the father-in-law who hates him <laughs> to drive. <laughs> and he can't reveal that he's... <gasps> close quarters, he can't reveal he's Daredevil. He thinks he can <laughs> attack by bandits. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker thinks that he is no good and probably useless because of the blindness or some shit like that. Right? He is no good, though. Matt Murks rocks such a little shit. I do love the idea of... Actually, guys, let's make put a pin on that. That's a great idea of, like, mixing up the, like, disaster, close quarters, oh no, we're stuck together, with the I am a superhero who is still undercover with a secret <laughs> identity. And in the comics, Matt does do a cross-country trip at one point. God damn it. <laughs> He was going to take a pain, something happened, he ended up in the middle of the country, and ended up uh, getting a car to drive off the road. Amazing. With the great, uh, you know, line over it going like, my friend Foggy <laughs> <laughs> likes to tell me to not, you know, make bad choices. Uh, and then the next <laughs> panel of the car going off the ledge is like, Foggy isn't here right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, okay, that's a great panel jump. <laughs> All right, is Daredevil that your answer? It's great. Yeah. Okay. But no, it also would have had the people thing, because Matt's very good with people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. which is why he still has friends, even though he's a little shit. And he would have been able to do the violence more effectively. Mm-hmm. And it would have been interesting violence, too. Yeah. All right. And with his super sense stuff, he probably could have sensed <gasps> shit going on. Maybe he knows what's going on with the fucking birds and shit. What if it fucks up with- <gasps> What if it fucks up with his powers? Mm-hmm. Uh, it would totally mess up with his uh, super sense. So now he's going through his own emotional trauma because suddenly he's there's change that he was not anticipating. Uh, and yeah, and so that's why he's in more trouble than he would typically be. Yeah. Uh, and he seems clumsier than usual. Hmm. hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's what it, that's me. Uh, I got one. I'm going to be real quick with it. Cool. Guys, you know what's really important in times of trouble like this? Family. No. Yes. Guys, oh, it's time for it's time for dinner, and it's time to drive some cars and do some fucking heists oh, <laughs> with no. Dom Torino, Toretta, <laughs> Toretta, whatever, <laughs> and his gigantic black muscle car, and he's going cross country, and that's why they're taking the highway because you know what? He lives his mile life a quarter mile at a time. They've got family in Seattle. They gotta show up for their family. But I gotta say though, Pip, this is also taking into account, like, yeah, they start, like, they're bandits, sure, but they're also bandits who believe in making a gang. You gotta have a gang. Listen, do you got skills? Do you know how to drive a car? You're with us. You gotta have a gang. Yeah. You don't know how to drive a car? You care to, you wanna learn? They would have <laughs> treated that engineer right. Holy shit. She would have been running the fucking crew by the end. Oh yeah. Oh man, does this mean that like in the post-apocalypse that we have the the Toretto tribe just like taking over like the northwestern United States? Robin Hooding the shit out of everybody. And then everyone is invited to dinner. <laughs> with la with la familia. <laughs> uh, and they leave a seat open for uh what's his face? Yeah. Uh who's going to show up any minute now. He's just But he's busy taking care of the kids. Yeah. And in the post-apocalyptic world, I don't know if you guys know this, taking care of the kids is really fucking important. Actually, really super is. Yeah. It actually really very much is. So he has an important job, and frankly, that's why Dom and the crew have to keep, you know, keep the streets safe. And make sure that none of these fucking bandits and honey traps are out here <laughs> causing trouble. Unless oh, they want to cause trouble on their behalf. Do you want to be part of this? Do you want to be part of our trouble? Good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then gas becomes the new thing that they're all just looking for. 
No, Nas. They have to find <gasps> Nas. Oh, they got to find more Nas. There's a big... Guys, that's the task. Forget the girl who's in Seattle. You know what's in Seattle? The Nas factory. <laughs> they got to get the world's last collection of Nas for the big race. <laughs> well, no, they have to find the secret to making Nas. <gasps> yes. I love it. Oh, my God. And in fact, right. that's what yep. that's what Dom's girl, the one who keeps losing her memory and coming back. Okay. Fine, okay you go, said go. you'd be quick. I know. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. 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 Cat, you said family. And uh, the first one, what I thought, immediately thought of was the worst fucking family. There's a show that I haven't watched. I've only seen any other couple. But yeah, I'm certain that you will uh, understand why they would be, be great in this. There's so many bad families that could be get, go for it. Guys, the gay and drive to Seattle in a post-apocalypse. Da, 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 da. So you want the gang from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. In this I fucking mean, scenario? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how is it different? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they don't change anything. Yeah, yeah. Would they leave the bar? Well, I'm not sure they would. Oh well, no, no, no. We give them something to have to drive to fucking in Seattle for. But it has to be something dumb. Frank has something hidden there. That's uh, that's uh, that's a good one. That's ostensibly valuable, but it's actually worth jack shit because it's Frank. I would love it if he just straight up said that he had a million dollars buried in a hole. Yeah, in Seattle. See, I was over here thinking that they have to go to prove that the space needle is not literally a needle uh, sewing up space, Charlie. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that. I like that. And like, like well, we can't. Well, we can't fly, not after last time. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, and of course, they and you know who keeps on, you were saying, in Bren, who keeps on getting, who would get, keep on getting honey trapped? These dumbasses. D oh, yeah. <laughs> tries to do it on someone else. <laughs> yeah, again, like, and they just like, drive the, by. What? what, what? They're so angry about the fact the honey trap is continually not working. God damn it, D. Dennis, you did. It should have been me all along. <laughs> Meanwhile, sorry, Max in the corner be like, obviously it would work. I'm sorry, I'm not sure they actually need to leave Philadelphia. I don't for think this. that. I would love if they actually didn't. Well, they, they, didn't they have that one road trip where they literally didn't make it out? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. something happens on the West Coast, like, oh, it's going to happen here. We got to be ready. Yeah, so we got to defend oh, the fort. The whole thing is just—it's a bottle episode. Yeah. <laughs> the gang becomes bandits. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, you could have picked any ter- I was thinking, are you going to say like the Bluths from uh, uh, Arrested Development? Awesome. Are you going to say fucking Rick and Morty? The, the, so many options. I knew you were going to go for Sunny. Thank nah. you. All right. All right. So uh, it's just me. Yep. Um, man. Bring us home, Bren. So many, so many good options. And it's hard to top. It's always Sunny. I know. Uh, I thought of another one. Let Brendan have his. I know. Yep, 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 so yep, you yep, don't yep, snipe. Yep, yep. Okay, so we have hyper-competent, or we want to have hyper-competent people. I just want to have these guys be upstaged by, like, more hyper-competent people. <gasps> oh, no. I'm just saying they run into the crew from Leverage. Yeah! Oh, no. And... Now they're having to basically be instructed on how to avoid freaking honey traps by like the professional thieves. And they're just basically being called amateurs and probably annoying Forrest Whitaker's character. Now that's one where I would like to see they're off do it like 
progressing in their own fucking plot. And then every once in a while, like, every time our dumbass characters, like, get in trouble, there they are swooping in competent. They've somehow achieved yet another plot coupon. <laughs> yep. Yep. Let's go steal an apocalypse. <gasps> Ooh. I'd watch it. Steal a volcano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just want the leverage crew. I think they would be – any heist crew, I think, would uh, <laughs> be able oh, to – Oh, man. Can you imagine the you son of a bitch, I'm in situation in the apocalypse? Oh, my <laughs> God. That would tie into Pippin's original story change, though, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's <gasps> about people, y'all. Yes. It should be about people. I'm so angry that more apocalypse stuff isn't about that. You're trying to survive the apocalypse? You son of a bitch. I'm, I'm in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, points uh, to the person who says it. Yeah. Uh, God damn, that's good. I like that. That needs to happen in more survival stories it really does well we're starting to see the the growth of that in like horror for instance which is a kind of apocalypse it's a personal apocalypse you are the end is coming for you and so you're getting that kind of you know like well fuck it this might as well happen where's my chainsaw if we could just expand that expand that feel you know yeah like well fuck it where's my banjo we're gonna go out and save something what's the banjo gonna do the apocalypse don't know (laughs) We'll find Get out. Get in, losers. We're going to survive the apocalypse. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, no, that should have been your change, Regina George. In the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that the, the rise of Ted Lasso and stories like that yeah. will uh, roll over into other genres. One can only hope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, God. Insert here more talk about Ted Lasso. Have okay. we done? We've done a mini set, I think, of that, right? I, no? I don't think we have. Holy don't shit, Mythic Quest. We're, you're... We are fools. That's all. Yeah, also somewhere in there, I remember that Gravity Falls takes place in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, <laughs> now we know what happened, guys. Now we know. Yeah. Grunkle Stan Bill made some mistakes. Bill Cipher. It all happened. So, f- uh, so wait, quickly. No, this is- I'm sorry. Grunkle Stan didn't make the mistakes. Uh, Ford. His brother. Yeah. It's Weird Mageddon. Yeah. Weird oh Mageddon. It's Weird Mageddon. <gasps> now we know what was happening in the rest of the world when Weird Mageddon happened. Yeah. This stupid yes. fucking movie. You know how in Weird, Weird Mageddon... The people banded together. It, they did. And at the end of of the of Gravity Falls, I was like, like, well, we certainly learned something. I heard Seattle got destroyed. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> anyway. The um, end. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think, with the destruction of Seattle, we're done. <laughs> that was the end? That was how, how- it ends. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, god damn. All right. (laughs) Good times. As always. Great oldies. (laughs) As always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to nostorysacred.com slash submission. Follow us at nostorysacred, or send an email through contact at nostorysacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex MacDonald, Brennan MacDonald, Pippin MacDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing for this episode done by Brennan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolfe. Show notes and transcript are available at nostorysacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash nostorysacred. Uh, before we go, any, any uh, thing to shout out? We good? Uh, I have, I'm teaching a class this spring uh, called uh, Writing Short Fiction uh, for uh, Continuing Education. It's very exciting. It's my first class. and It's already uh, full. While... While it's already full, I actually do have opportunities for people to become virtual students. Um, so check out my website. I have a post about it, uh, katherinecrichton.com. And uh, yeah, check it out. Cool. 
Also, I'm writing a bunch of shit, but you know that. Are you? First of all, shut your face. Second of all, I don't have to be called out like this. All I know is that if you were writing shit, I'd have a mug to give you. How's your book, Pippin? <laughs> I'm not under contract. Oh, anyway. and, uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm also still doing, uh, doing the improv stuff with the arcade theater. Um, yeah. So that's, that's still a thing that's happening. Is there a Huzzah. website that people can go to? ArcadeComedyTheater.com. Hey. Ooh. Boom. Ooh. Cool. And I'm doing nothing as well. Oh. <laughs> 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 and I just continue to be better than other people. Sure. You continue to show up as characters in all the rest of our fucking work. And I'm a And that's by how it. I gain immortality. Mm. <laughs> See you next time when we talk about 2017 film, The Book of Henry. Until then, where no story is sacred and any story can be changed. I'm Alex. I'm Kat. I'm Brendan. And I'm Pippin. And we're No, no Story is Sacred. sacred.